Welcome to a Fridays with Friends edition of Living Faith. I'm Pastor Dan Benz. Today we're going to continue our conversation with Jim German as we're discussing God's continuing grace even in the midst of tribulation. I think it's one you're going to enjoy a lot. In the midst of all of these cataclysmic events, or cataclysmic events, I guess I should say, um, and, and the church has already been raptured to be with Jesus, do you think people in, in, in heaven are going to be able to see what's going on on earth? Well, <laughs> that's an interesting question. Uh, in my mind, the book of Genesis is a book of beginnings. And there's where we have the beginning of of rebellion, disobedience, sin, lying, murdering, and everything. The book of Revelation is actually where God is going to wipe out all those things and restore it. So it's going to be bad for non-believers, but it's going to be a really good time for the church. But it would appear to me that if if we were able to perceive from heaven what was happening on earth, it would rob us of joy, especially if we saw our family members going through, our lost family members going through difficult times like that. And, and certainly we wouldn't want to see that. So maybe we would be oblivious to those things. I don't think we will be able from heaven to look back at things on earth because God is wiping away the tears. And certainly that wouldn't give any Christian in heaven joy to see. Um, so to me, um, we will be totally oblivious of what's going on back on earth. And because um, we're with Jesus. Yeah. And that that's a great experience. Yeah, why would you want to worry about anything else when you're being with Jesus? That's the reward of our faith at that's, that point, right? That's exactly right. Well, one of the things that the, the Bible also talks about when it thinks about all of the, mentions all these end time events, it says that when the, uh, the, the generation that lives, when it, the fig tree buds will not pass away until they see the coming of the Son of Man. What do you understand the budding of the fig tree? I've heard people say it's the the re, uh, rebirth of Israel as a nation and other things along those lines. What do you? How do you anticipate that to be played out? Well, I think Jesus, in your context there, Jesus was talking to his disciples because they'd asked him pretty much the same question. Uh, when will all this take place? And he talked about a this generation not passing away. But in the total context of chapter 24 there, Jesus had talked about before that about the gospel being preached worldwide. He talked about uh, the tribulation. He talked about the regathering of uh, the saints. And so none of that happened during Jesus' lifetime in his first advent here so when in the context you understand that that generation is being referred to as a future generation because they will see that take place and it hasn't happened now so he's not talking about his present day hearers and so the fig tree I think is an example of Israel's return to a nation and they've been that way now 75 years, which tells me that we are well along our way toward the final events of Revelation being fulfilled.
I tell you, it also speaks a lot about God's long-suffering, knowing that every day is another opportunity for His grace to be extended to someone and for their lives to be eternally changed as they're brought into faith with Him. That's right. And as Christians, we ought to be motivated to be sharing the gospel with our family, our neighbors, our friends, and the world. You know, one of the things, Jim, that I hear people talk a lot about are you see people making predictions about, oh, the Lord's going to come on this day, or, or those are going to come on that day. What do you think about all those predictions? and How would you respond to people who do those kinds of things? Well, I've actually seen two or three of those myself. And, of course, they turn out to be false. Um, and Jesus warned about that. That was one of the first things he said. There would be people coming in his name. Um, I think what we need to do is take all those with a grain of salt. Um, go, go to your Bible and see what it says about um, the end times and what a particular uh, false prophet may be saying about it. Um, and you're going to see that they don't match up. I guess I've always felt like that when people stop talking about it, that's when we need to start looking to the sky. <laughs> because the Bible says that in a time when you think not, the Son of Man will come. And so we... Uh, uh, we need to be ready. There's certainly uh, a lot of truth to that. Well, I think Jesus himself put it that uh, he'll be coming as a thief in the night uh, because uh, the homeowner wasn't watching, uh, guarding his home like he should have, and he got surprised. That's a real challenge for the church then, isn't it? Because uh, as we talked earlier about how the church has become uh, humanistic and kind of moved away from the centering itself on the gospel message in many ways, it really means that we need to get back to that. And we need to be sharing that truth with consistency because the Lord is coming and He still is the only way for people to find salvation. He is indeed and... Uh it's just a matter of us being prepared. I think uh, a lot of Christians, particularly in the Western world, have had uh, such an easy life during their Christian time that they don't really focus on the next big event, and that's the end time events. Thank you for being with us today, and we hope that you'll join us next week for Fridays with Friends, as Jim and I spend some time talking about after the rapture, what can we expect then? In the meantime, may God's richest blessings be yours. Living Faith is a ministry of Northside Baptist Church in Dixon, Illinois. For more information, go to northsidedixon.com or check out our mobile church app.